0: Close Encounters Inside Chinese UFO Hunters' Search for Extraterrestrial Life Published in the World of Chinese Written by Sam Davies Read to you by Cliff Larson As interests in science fiction and space exploration grows, China's grassroots UFO enthusiasts continue to search for answers. Zhang Jinping had never thought of becoming an ambassador. But once the aliens from planet Dongshan got in touch, he couldn't refuse. Their empress, Li Guanying sent a direct message saying that I should be an ambassador of their planet. It's one of those most important things I do now. The 52-year-old amateur UFO researcher tells the world of Chinese during a three-hour long conversation in which he speaks effusively about his many close encounters of the third kind over the past three decades. According to Zhang, his alien employers hail from the Sirius solar system, are 1.9 meters tall, may be able to pass through solid walls, and only communicate with him through a selected few human intermediaries. Zhang has never spoken to them directly. They've tasked him with establishing diplomatic relations between their planet and some countries on Earth, promoting science and technology, and predicting and alleviating natural disasters. They're just one of the alien civilizations Zhang claims to have come across since he began investigating UFO sightings and reports of alien contact in 1990. This was the beginning of a decade when UFO clubs and research groups in China boomed. Magazines and publications about aliens flourished, and reports of sightings multiplied. The 90s boom in UFO enthusiasm has since died down, but the research groups aren't totally extinct The catch is, they now have to register with a government body, such as the China Association for Science and Technology, pushing many UFO organizations to close. But dedicated hobbyists, like Zhang, whose day job is running an advertising agency, aptly named Beijing's Flying Saucer Advertising, are still hunting for more proof that ETs live among them, despite skepticism from officials and disdain from the mainstream scientific community. Interest in visitors from another planet could be primed to soar once more in China. Social media and smartphones with cameras have been reporting alleged UFO sightings easier than ever, while Chinese science fiction has seen a renaissance through writers such as Liu Sixin, whose three-body problem imagines chaos when people on Earth attempt to make contact with alien civilizations. Among the general public, there's a booming interest in space travel, extraterrestrials, and celestial phenomena. There's a Mars camp in a desert in Qinghai province for tourists to experience what life might be like on the Red Planet. While millions tuned in to watch a live-streamed physics lesson for middle schoolers led by astronauts on China's Tiangong Space Station in December last year. Likewise, China's space program, which put the Tiangong Space Station into orbit above the Earth in April 2021, has driven public interest in space exploration with a string of launches in recent years. The country's researchers now have access to the 500-meter Aperture Spherical Telescope, or FAST for short, the world's largest radio telescope of its kind, which was constructed in Guizhou province to scan the vast emptiness of space for radio signals that might indicate alien life. In the 32 years Zhang has been investigating UFOs, there has been no shortage of strange incidents for him to probe. In 1994, Meng Zhao Guo, a farmer from Heilongjiang province said he saw a UFO parked on Fenghuang Mountain one evening. When he and his niece's husband tried to approach the craft, he says a powerful but invisible force, which felt like an electric current moving through his body, stopped him from getting any closer. Later, he claimed the aliens took him from his bed onto their spaceship and that a three-meter-tall female alien had sex with him for 40 minutes, telling him their child would be born 60 years later. Zhang investigated and concluded that the incident really took place, citing the fact that the ground and the trees at the alleged UFO landing site were scorched, even months later. A Geiger counter appeared to go haywire in Meng's home, and that Meng had nothing to gain from lying. In 1999, Cao Gong, a school principal in Beijing, claimed aliens took him into their flying saucer where they performed a procedure on him that healed a sick girl also abducted by ETs. More recently, in 2012, Xiang Quansong, a retired soldier who first reported contact with the Dongshan aliens, and his son, Xiang Yu Shen and Xiang Yu Yi built a liaison station for their alien friends in Yang village, Hunan province. And last September, a Beijing man reported to Zhang that aliens repeatedly abducted him in his sleep, took him to their spacecraft, and made him drink a green, grass-flavored liquid. Zhang is not alone in believing these stories and thinking aliens have visited China multiple times. I think UFOs came to China long ago already. A 27-year-old video blogger, Brother Ta, Ta Ge, real name Lu Chen, who runs a Bilibili channel conducting interviews with space and UFO researchers, tells the world of Chinese, referencing records of strange sightings in the Jin, Tang, and Song dynasties. The number of visits is immeasurable, and I'm inclined to think that some governments on Earth have already had contact with aliens, but they haven't made this public yet. Zhang claims to have sent multiple reports of his findings to China's highest leaders, though he has never had a reply. He suggests a lack of legal framework and protocols for dealing with such alien contact makes it difficult for countries to process alien communications. China has a long tradition of astronomy, and even a longer one of recording curious and unexplained celestial phenomena. According to the Book of Han, Han Shu, in summer of 139 BCE, a bright light that looked like the sun suddenly appeared in the sky over the capital, Chang'an, present-day Xi'an, one night. In 1071, scholar Su Dongpo Mentioned in the poem, traveling Jinshan Temple, Yo Jinshan Si, that a quote, great flame in the river lit up the mountains and frightened the birds. Unquote. Astronomy was a key part of the imperial bureaucracy in China, as celestial phenomena were believed to be portents of natural disaster or heaven's judgment on the imperial rule. Descendants of court, astronomers were prohibited from changing their jobs, and Beijing's ancient observatory, one of the oldest in the world, was established in 1442 and later expanded with the cooperation of the Jesuits, such as Ferdinand Verbiest. In 1892, painter Wu Yoru created what many call China's first illustration of a UFO, which showed a fireball above Zhu Bridge in Nanjing, with an inscription detailing how a bright red object had appeared in the sky and hovered there for some minutes before fading away. In the 1950s and 1960s, search for extraterrestrial life took a back seat as China set about earthbound mega-projects and developing a nuclear weapons program. But after China's market reforms, as the public encountered foreign films, books, and scientific knowledge, enthusiasm for outer space took off again. In September 1979, Wuhan University students established the China UFO Enthusiasts Liaison Office. In less than a year, it became the China UFO Research Association and began opening branches in other cities. Gradually as publishing restrictions relaxed and even state media began covering the subject, interest in UFOs and alien life began to boom in the 1990s. Zhang became interested in extraterrestrial life after reading an article in the party-run People's Daily Newspaper on quote, the world's biggest mysteries, which included a section on UFOs. Yang Ping, a sci-fi novelist from Beijing, who began writing in the 1990s, became interested in space and alien civilizations after reading a lot of foreign publications about cutting-edge technology in high school and watching foreign films like Star Wars, Man from Atlantis, and Superman. Brother Ta started to pay attention to UFOs when he was in elementary school. I used to read the Journal of UFO Research when I was a kid. That sparked my curiosity. The universe is so big, so are we really alone? If we are not alone, then where are they? Who are they?" Zhang taught himself astrophysics and joined one of the burgeoning UFO clubs and research associations in the country in 1992. In that era, there was about 30 provinces or cities with UFO research institutions, even some national UFO research organizations, he recalls. The internet wasn't developed then, but people were very enthusiastic. We would have regular meetings around once a month. Zhang was a member of the Beijing UFO Research Organization until a few years ago when he left so that he had more freedom to conduct his own research. Nowadays, while interest in sci-fi content has boomed, many of the UFO associates that thrilled in the 1990s, having disbanded or reduced frequency of the meetings. The Journal of UFO Research, which was published by the Gansu People's Publishing House, was founded in Lanzhou in 1981, and by the 90s it was the most widely read UFO research magazine in Asia according to the current editor-in-chief, Ma Wenro, with a circulation of 300,000, according to the South China Morning Post. Since then, its readership has steadily declined, and the magazine stopped printing for a year in 2019, before returning with a circulation of 10,000, says Ma. In its heyday, the magazine reported on UFO sightings, and printed research on alien crafts and alien contact, along with speculative science fiction articles, where the story was stronger than the science, Ma tells the world of Chinese. After 2013, however, the journal turned towards popularizing theoretical and serious science, with content mainly on aerospace, planetary science, life sciences, and archaeology. UFO sightings and little green men rarely feature nowadays. UFO associates still operate in a number of cities around China, and enthusiasts have moved to social media and video streaming platforms, according to Zhang, who has appeared in multiple interviews online by popular video bloggers. Brother Ta has over 33,000 followers on Bilibili, and has published nearly 25 videos since April last year, mainly interviews with extraterrestrial researchers. Besides Zhang, he's spoken to Chen Gongfu, a former professor of aerospace at Harbin Institute of Technology, who believes Sanxingdui, a culture discovered in Sichuan province with dates back to the 11th and 12th centuries BCE, was possibly an alien civilization and Avi Loeb, a professor of astrophysics at Harvard University, who has suggested there could be an artificial origin to Oumuamua, an interstellar object discovered passing through our solar system in 2017. What constitutes legitimate and scientific research in the field of UFOs, aliens, and interstellar communication is a topic of debate among scientists in China. I'm a professional. I'm not one of those hobbyists. I'm one of those doing real scientific research. Zhang Tongjie, a professor of cosmology at Beijing's Normal University, declared when the world of Chinese contacted him to discuss UFOs. Professor Zhang's work belongs to the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, SETI field, and he scans the skies with powerful satellite dishes for radio signals that might come from other civilizations in space. He is unconvinced by UFO sightings and reports of alien contact like those of the Mayang villagers or Meng Guo. Up to now, none of these reports of people saying they met aliens have any scientific explanation, and the media that report on UFOs in China are not the standard ones, like People's Daily or CCTV. Footage of UFOs, even, for example, videos taken by the U.S. Navy, is very shaky, generally speaking, or the UFO is something stuck to the camera lens. It's obviously fake, you can't trust it, says Professor Zhang. While Zhang Jingping believes his investigations are scientific, Using research methods and equipment such as Geiger counters and lie detectors to discern whether a sighting is true or false, Professor Zhang, uh, no relation, argues there is little value to researching UFO sighting. Professor Zhang instead relies on data pulled from Guizhou's FAST, completed in 2016 at a cost of 1.2 billion yuan. He has discovered four or five potentially interesting signals recently. But, quote, "Uh, we're not sure what they are. These signals could be interference, he tells the world of Chinese. Now we're developing some ways to identify these signals. I think we'll be able to in maybe five years. Professor Zhang began his postgraduate studies in cosmology in 1993 but did not pivot to SETI research until he visited the University of California, Berkeley, home to the Berkeley SETI Research Center, in 2013. That was just two years before the center launched its Breakthrough Listen program, a $100 million, 10-year project to search for alien communications in space. At the time, Professor Zhang was one of the only Chinese scientists researching SETI. But now, our country has the facilities, so we ought to search. And we also have a telescope that's more sensitive than any other on Earth. It can conduct very sensitive screening of signals. He believes China will be the first country to detect and analyze any potential contact with alien life. Zhang Jingping, the hobbyist, is not phased about the disdain shown to his field by some of those researching SETI. The formal scientific community doesn't think that UFOs or aliens are a question that needs to be studied, he says. They may think that there are aliens in the universe, but that there is no conclusive evidence in this regard. And they think even less of the idea that aliens have come to Earth. Unlike these scientists, Zhang Jingping conducts UFO research in his spare time, using his own money, though he says he occasionally receives donations from other enthusiasts. He had hoped to leverage his contact with the Dongshan aliens to raise funds for further research, such as by charging a fee from Earth governments for enlisting Dongshan aliens' help in mitigating natural disasters. He believes they've been helping humanity for years by moving earthquakes from densely populated areas to remote regions where they cause less damage, though he's still investigating how they do this. Last year, he tried to send a service agreement to the Turkish president, Recep Erdogan, via the Chinese ambassador in Ankara, asking payment for the large earthquake that allegedly would have taken place in the city of Izmir had he not asked the aliens to move it. So far, Zhang Jinping has yet to monetize his interests, while the costs can be significant. He has, for example, been back and forth from Mayang village to Beijing nine times, and a round trip is about 4,000 kilometers. The trips are nearly all self-funded. Others have sunk vast sums into alien hunting for little return. To build the liaison station for the Dongshan aliens, Xiang and his two sons spent 17 years and 200,000 yuan, according to China Daily report from 2012. Their station is a little more than a few stone buildings, similar to Taoist temples, with information about the Dongshan planet displayed inside. Similarly, Feng, who founded the Dalian UFO Research Society in 1984, along with three retiree friends, spent over 200,000 yuan so they could turn a barren patch of land into a farm where they could live and watch for UFOs. However, without farming knowledge, they failed to grow sufficient crops. While UFO associations have struggled with restrictions, and UFO enthusiasts risk losing money and their hobby, China's sci-fi market has boomed. Liu Cixin is one of the recent generations of writers, many of whom also swept up by the UFO enthusiasm in the 1990s, according to Yang Ping. Yang, who studied astrophysics at the university, and has published numerous sci-fi books and short stories on topics like the prospect of finding aliens on Mars, became obsessed with space from a young age. I have loved the stars since I was a child, he recalls. When I was in elementary school, the school took us to the playground to look at the stars. The teacher pointed to a moving star and told us that it was a satellite. And at that moment, I felt that I had some kind of connection with the stars. Now, the rise of sci-fi in China is correlated with the development of Chinese society, Yang believes, suggesting that as Chinese science improves, so too will its works of science fiction. Meanwhile, Professor Zhang Tongjie is preparing to receive another batch of data from FAST to analyze it. If a signal is confirmed as an alien civilization, we need a new concept because... Originally, we thought our world is the only one with life, but then there would already be other life in existence, so we would have to change our conception. But it's clear that some don't need any more convincing, like an ordinary Beijing advertising agent who believes he is an emissary for the aliens already among us. You've been listening to Close Encounters Inside Chinese UFO Hunters' Search for Extraterrestrial Life. As interest in science fiction and space exploration grows, China's grassroots UFO enthusiasts continue to search for answers. Published in the World of Chinese. Written by Sam Davies. Read to you by Cliff Larson.